0: So we're just listening to Steve Harvey, the Titanic, and it kind of reminded me of something. So, uh, I tell the boys, you know, I'm asleep or take a nap or something. I'm like, don't wake me up unless, you know, the house is on fire. Everything else, you can handle. Do you guys know what the most dangerous thing on a ship or a boat in the water If your boat burns down, you got nowhere to go. Um, Maybe a life raft or life preserver. But I was thinking about the Titanic. So there's a lot of studies that show the first 30 minutes of a traumatic event, say the Titanic or the Lusitania, uh, it's every man for themselves. It's, you know, there's no social construct. There's no we're helping anybody. It is adrenaline fear, and total freak out, right, after a half hour, the adrenaline calms down, you get used to it, and you can think a little bit better, so in the, in the jobs that you're looking to go for, you don't have that option of, I'm just going to freak out with everybody else, you know, you've got to be calm, cool, collected, so that way they're, be a little bit more calm, cool, collected, you know, a drowning person will grab onto anything to survive, um, you learn that as a lifeguard, you learn that as a PJ, you learn that, period, uh, well, physically, mentally, you know, say I'm, uh, one of the Columbine shooters, you know, so sad, so angry, so depressed, so, uh, homicidal that they become, you know, a good thing. So, by learning to breath control, control your life, control you, okay, let's run through the options what's going on. And and I was thinking about the Titanic and and at the end of the movie, you know, um, okay, spoiler alert, the, the girl's on the bed frame. She lets the dude die. He drowns, you know, and she floats. You're on a boat. It's going down. There's no more um, lifeboats You're gonna Pick up your instrument and start playing Or maybe I'm the cello guy, well I think I can float on that uh, Maybe the case it came in, you could float on that uh, If you're a Mitch Hedberg fan You could get a bunch of Limes, put them in a bag And you'd be saved by the buoyancy of citrus uh, Um you could find another bed frame. You could... There were actually boats that weren't empty. Um, it, you're not done until the boat is on fire, you're underwater, there's a hurricane coming, and a 747 exploded in the sky and it's raining down on you. And, and then maybe because I think I'd still see if I could dig something up and pull something out, you know uh, I'm an optimistic person I'm a firm believer in good luck or being blessed or whatever you want to call it uh, if you're going to fall, fall forward and hope for the best so you know, like The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson jumping off the roof, aiming for the tree the bushes not saying it was the best idea but (laughs) you know if you're in a situation and it's like well I'm going to burn to death or maybe I can make the next roof over you know we all have those situations in life that we might end up in or where we are in and we don't know what to do you know the you've driven into a flood and the water's raising what do you do That's uh, when you get to that situation. You: Am I a good swimmer? Am I a bad swimmer? How do I feel about drowning? Can I get out of the car now? Does it look like maybe I could float down the river? Until you... You know, uh, there's a saying that says... One foot in the grave is still one foot in the fight. Um, I like that. But I believe that two feet in the grave... Is still two feet in the fight. Because... Graves are nothing but foxholes, and they're pretty flat, so if I've got one leg up and one leg down, you know, I might be off a little bit, versus if I've got both legs firmly planted on the ground, I might have a more stable, better shot, and more protection. So, I'm just saying, one man's two feet in the grave means he's dead, Is another man's two feet in the grave says, no, I'm not thank you for listening hope you guys are doing well and happy business oh, yeah